0: Hello, I'm Eric Chabro of GovInfoSecurity.com and the Information Security Media Group. Today, I'm chatting with Ruby Demesmi. Ms. Demesmi is a former Air Force Assistant Secretary for Manpower, Reserve Affairs, Installation, and Environment. She's now working as a Senior Advisor to Deloitte on a project to help the federal government create a cyber-equipped workforce. Welcome, Ruby. Thank you,
1: Eric. I'm pleased to join you.
0: You're advising Deloitte, and a recent white paper you helped prepare is entitled Equipping the Federal Workforce for the Cyber Age. Why use the term "equipping"? What equipment or tools do federal workers need to be prepared for the digital age?
1: Well, Erica, I use the term equipping because I think it's more than just education awareness. Usually we talk about the workforce needing to learn more or to have more training or to have a greater awareness of things. I think in the cyber world, it goes a little bit beyond just learning about. Equipping means having the abilities, the opportunities, the training, and the tools to ensure that they are really prepared to change the way they work in the new world of work environment. I think cyber is one of those initiatives that's kind of new. It incorporates a lot of what we have to do to protect our information and our people and our identity in this nation. And so it, it, to me, describes the ability to go beyond merely looking at something in a new way, but actually developing new ideas and skills around working in a new cyber environment.
0: What is a cyber-savvy workforce, and where does cybersecurity fit into that type of workforce, and how would you rate the cybersecurity awareness or savviness of the federal workforce?
1: A cyber-savvy workforce is one that is very comfortable in delivering the right kind of services at a time when you have a need to know and a need to share and a need to protect information simultaneously. Savvy means that you're confident that you not only have the knowledge, but you have the tools and you have the capabilities that you needed, infrastructuralized in the workforce to actually perform on a day-to-day basis. I think for the most part, we think about IT when we look at the cyber workforce. We know that there are securities that must be built in the tools of the trade. We know that we have internet capability that is international, that we are having fit second information coming at us and request all the time. So in a workforce of today, I do not believe they are prepared to meet and protect information in a cyber environment. It is something that they've not been required to do. It is a skill that is developed over time and many of our people in the workforce uh, are at the baby boomer's age, and they have not had to deal with simultaneous requests for information. They haven't had to deal with the immediate release of information on CNN. They haven't had to deal with the 2.0 webs that were the Facebooks, and all of these conundrums of information is currently out there in the workplace. And so they're having to relook and rethink about what information means and to understand that everybody in the workforce is responsible and accountable for it. So as we look at preparing the workforce, it's more than what do we do about training for ID people? What do we do about making sure we have the right skills? What do we do to make sure that we have the infrastructure in place? It is looking at all of these things holistically and and deciding what each person needs to be responsible for and accountable for in a twenty four by seven work place environment where information is constantly flowing and things are constantly changing.
0: So it's not just being familiar or even comfortable with the technology, but because of technology and the information flow, most job descriptions in some way of federal workers has changed.
1: They have changed tremendously. Unfortunately they have not kept up with the changes in our environment. As we look at new competency modeling and deciding what we need to do that's different than what it was yesterday, as we look at building jobs, we recognize that we can't build them only on one skill like we used to. They are multifaceted jobs. It's the ability to think critically about the work that you're performing. In the past, we were more aligned with looking at a position and you had tasks that were identified in advance and you went out and you were evaluated on how you performed those tests. But in today's new world of work, it is dynamic in nature. You must not only know how to have the technical skills and employ those on a day-to-day basis, but how to actually look beyond what is expected and what's written on the paper and discern from what you're being assigned on a day-to-day basis what you need to do to actually do your work. And this is even more critical that we look at how to integrate work across multiple disciplines. We have a multi-sector workforce, and we have a multi-generational workforce, and we have the ability to deliver information instantaneously around the world. So when all of these confluences of ideas and factors and events come together, it means that the person in the workforce must be very comfortable with their knowledge or know where to get information on a split-second notice. It's not even a minute-by-minute today, it's second-by-second.
0: This seems to me maybe an insurmountable challenge, in part because it's just the structure of government. Government, despite technology, is still very siloed, and there's competition among agencies. What, realistically, can we expect government to do to be prepared for this new digital cyber age?
1: Well, one of the things we have to do is define exactly what cyber age really means and as you know with the government many times we have a tendency to pull what's in another area for example professionals and and other career fields are now being moved into the career field for cyber or we have different agencies creating cyber commands and we're putting different people with those related skills into those commands to do work so in today's world it's not insurmountable because the mission must be accomplished We have to phase our approach in how we actually attack the problem. We can't expect that overnight we're going to have a new paradigm, a new culture, a new acceptance of cyber as a way of doing work. But as we continue to attack these issues bit by bit, when they're related to something that's meaningful, when there's an outcome from an action, when we look at the hackers and and what they're doing and we look at how to fix one thing at a time, we will get there but it will not be overnight. There will be a need to focus on the frontline people first who are actually building the systems and the tools. But then we must reach back and pull forth those who are actually handling information on a daily basis. So we have maybe four or five different levels of training that we need in the organizations that must be simultaneously and they must be different to attack the different areas where work is being performed. At different levels within the organization.
0: Can you tie in the cyber-savviness of the professional that the federal government should have and the cybersecurity-savviness of that professional?
1: They are interrelated. The cybersecurity is extremely important because that's where the protections come in. The cyber-savviness goes across the security-minded individuals and those who are focused on building those systems to those, to the handlers, those who actually deliver the information, those from the developers to the end users across that spectrum. And as I said, there are interrelated skills that are needed, but there are different levels of skills. But the information has to be flowing to those who are building so that they will know what it is they're trying to address because they're not the ones necessarily at the end of the phone when it rings and, and the information, or they're not the ones sitting at the desk when someone is putting a worm into uh, your system to to corrupt it. But they must know what's happening so that they can build the right safeguards. So I see an interrelatedness between the secure workforce and the cyber savvy individuals who work day-to-day. They have different faces at different times because at some point, People perform a myriad of functions that are not linear in nature. We have a very complex mission that we're trying to develop and execute in a complicated environment. And when you do that, there are just many moving parts. They are not unrelated. They are not always tied together. But I think through education, awareness, and training that people will understand how to put those pieces together so that you can have a more secure workforce from security security to the workforce itself being ready. And it's all mission-related.
0: To achieve what you envision, what must the administration, Congress, and or the agency heads do to make sure federal employees practice healthy IT security, know how to use information, and so on?
1: I think they've begun to do that. You know, this administration has put forth some ethics. They're putting, they're hiring someone to now spearhead all the cyber activities in the organizations. We read constantly that agencies are trying to prepare themselves through training. They are investing in education and in institutions that can train people. To have the skills to move into the uh, federal workforce. They're looking to the private sector to share with them knowledges that they've gained over time. So contractors are working alongside government officials every day to make sure that there's an integrated approach. But I think in, in terms of looking at the workforce itself, If they would take a look at what agencies need to look at several levels uh, of workforce dynamics that can help them prepare the workforce, there has to be a secure workforce culture around that allows the agencies to look at end-to-end capabilities development. There will have to be competency development wherein the agencies are looking at how they can analyze, create, and validate knowledge, skills, and abilities and behaviors of the people in the workforce. And then they have to look at the Workforce Planning and Strategy, which uh, enables agencies to look at their human capital business plan that looks at focusing the organizations and providing the roadmaps that they need to develop the right organizational capabilities and demographics to really look at what they desire, what people they would need to further their mission goals. And there has to be talent management, the ability to identify, select, align, develop, and reward employees in the workforce through all service lines, from the leadership all the way down to the new entrants into the workforce. And then, of course, they need to make sure that there are workforce analytics, how they can display and analyze critical information to make business decisions, to make sure that there are solutions that addresses business intelligence and handles data in a secure environment. And as so doing, they will have a holistic viewpoint of what they will need to meet tomorrow's demands for information in the workforce. It is not an easy thing to do. It is not a one-size-fits-all. It's going to have to be customized based on the missions that agencies are performing. So you start with the skilled workforce, the people you know will be on the front lines, and then you tie it in with those who are complementary workforce that will deal with information, and there has to be a continuous communication flow between these groups and, of course, collaboration among agencies.
0: Well, thanks, Ruby. Thank you. I've been speaking with Ruby Demesmi a former Air Force Assistant Secretary and now a Senior Advisor to Deloitte Consulting. For the Information Security Media Group, I'm Eric Chabro of GovInfoSecurity.com. Thanks for listening.